and welcome to This Week in Metropolis. I'm James. And I'm Matt. In this show, we are going to be reflecting on the year 2021 and how it was for us, but not in a deep personal sense, more of a what we consumed and the, the media that was out there and what was cool and what we enjoyed. So, yeah, look forward to talking about all those. Yeah, but before we get into the latest episode, make sure you like and subscribe to us on all our different social media platforms and on YouTube. Um, we appreciate everyone who already does, but if you know someone who doesn't, why? Why, why aren't they? Why aren't they, Matt? I don't know. I mean, we've been going long enough now. They should be subscribed to our channels. There are two options in that situation, really, isn't there? And there's one, make them do it. Two, defriend them. Let's know. do that. Let's do that. But before we get into the episode, let's just watch this. welcome to the final episode of 2021 can you believe it this year has it, it just disappeared it's, it's flown, flown past. by yeah. and the one thing with the years that we have now and i think that is just be just because i'm getting old is that <laughs> the year like the year 2021 when i write that down or, or whatever it may be yeah. it feels like i'm in the future and like thinking 2022 it's like a sci-fi year for for me it's not real um yeah i get that i do get that um it's been a mad year it has been a mad year um we've obviously had kind of getting back to normality um after covid um and then and then we feel like we're slowly slipping back in we're slipping back into it again um but yeah it's been a bit mad there's been i'm just trying to think of all the different things that have happened this year other than the obvious negative news that's happened yeah um but just kind of getting back to doing normal things again even meeting up and things like that i mean i know we kind of still met up in gardens and things like that during the the first kind of whole lockdown situation but just felt like this year i went to the cinema again i was going to clubs again nights out Exactly. Restaurants, hugging yeah. people, hugging all, people. all well, this madness. Yeah. Speaking of people, if you are watching tonight, if you're joining us either on Facebook Live or on YouTube, make sure you drop us a comment, say hi, and we'll um, give you a mention. If you've got any questions for us, because I'm going to throw it out there, Mark hasn't this this week. Um, he is busy. So Mark, I know he's gone. He's he sacked. Like, let's just <laughs> put that out there now. He's it's sacked. Over. So if, if anyone all the hard wants work. to volunteer, years of hard work, he's just blown mm. it. So mm. if anyone wants to volunteer when Mark's not available, we'll have question. We've had question Ethan in the past. We did. We did you know, have question That was a one-off yeah. uh, for the old mm. listeners, if they remember that. Mm. So, yeah, you know, he's dead to us. Let's move on. Strong. Um, <laughs> yeah, but ha- how was your Christmas? Let's talk about Christmas because we've just gone past it. Um, it was different um, without dwelling on COVID and, and so on. Uh, unfortunately, my youngest tested positive uh, a week before Christmas. So that sort of changed Christmas um, for on the sort of Christmas Day and Boxing Day. However, today was our pretend Christmas where we had the, the dinner and the family and everything like that. So 
double Christmas. So you, you have to look at it in the positive light. No, you didn't good. make him. You didn't make him wait to open all his presents then. We had Christmas. He was in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he was fine. Merry Christmas. Oh, amazing. amazing. <laughs> How was yours? It was. It was nice. Again, different to yours because last year. I think everyone was in that situation where, well, not everyone, some people chose not to, excuse yeah. me, but last year we literally just had our family yeah. um, in, in at home, we, which was kind of nice in some ways because the kids didn't have to worry about getting ready. You know, we weren't all rushing about to get ready and, and do the rounds as such. Um, but this year, going back to seeing both sides of the family was, was really nice. Um and you know, having all the kids together, you know, with their cousins and things like that, it was, it was lovely. So um, yeah, that was nice. That was nice. But the big question is, what was your favourite present that you got? Well, I've got two. Now I've uh, fortunately prepared for that question. The first of which you sort of know about, because I sort of knew about it before. Mm. Is this Ugh. my uh, Nike Mag replicas. Before anyone starts thinking, look at him, he's flash, he's got loads of money. They're not the real thing. They are replicas, which I have put the stickers on the back and the swooshes and the little sticker that goes there yeah. is on its way. So, yeah, Nike Mag replicas, which are just awesome. Um, they look I, massive. They, they are actually a little bit big on my feet. <laughs> but they, they, they're supposed to be a size nine. They're supposed to be a size nine, which I am. Do you, do yeah, you just they, wear multiple pairs of socks? Yeah, I'll I'll be um, wearing enough pair of shoes um, inside to, yeah, to, yeah. To, just to make them fit. However, yeah. the second present is, is one that obviously you know about, which is I the Hip Hop Family Tree comic, which James kindly bought me, which is Give absolutely awesome. It's something I've wanted for so long. It's something that I thought looked so cool, and I never got it. And, and now I've got it. So... Well, a big, big thanks to Chris from Off My Shelves, um, who reviewed it. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the episode now. It was. It wasn't that long ago. Um, and the second I saw it, I thought I need to get this for Matt, and I and yeah. I hunted high and low to get that for it's you. So, two worlds um, colliding, comics and hip hop. What well, more? It choice, is really, and I'm I'm glad you like it. Well, me and the wife actually decided that um, because we're having some housework stuff done that we wouldn't go crazy this christmas on each other um and we just kind of focus on the kids um although she did get me a nice present from the kids which was a nice um kind of calendar for my desk with pictures of all of us together you know soppy things which i really do appreciate but i'm actually sporting one of my presents which my mum uh made for me Um, spider-man pants look at that oh look at that you know, so, representing, yeah. representing. James doesn't only, you know, live podcast once in one hour of a week. Aware he podcast. lives it every day. Yeah. Mm. In in every form, podcast t-shirt. What more do you want? I did tell my mum earlier today that I would um, give her a mention and do a little shout out. And also tell if anyone else wants something like this made, um, her mobile number is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now taking commissions. <laughs> Uh, yeah but there you go um um good to see um steve from scw um hope you're well lads thanks for joining us steve i don't know whether you're actually still here um but 
Thanks for joining us. Um, He's had enough already, bored. Um, But yeah, that was Christmas, really. Um, Not just the t-shirt. I did get other things. I got a tool kit. Um, Manly. Man stuff. Yeah, yeah, man stuff that I need. Mainly because during 2021, there was a lot of different jobs around the house that I would say to my dad, I'll give us a hand with this. And he'd go, have you got this bit of kit or whatever? And i go, no. So I think he noted it all down and... I love having, just to digress, I love having tools. I love having like a, a a garage with tools in it for specific purposes. And you buy something, you think, I'm going to use this once. And then like a couple of years later, you think, oh, I've, I've got what I need for that. I started yeah. foolishly, um, and I say foolishly because it's gone a bit wrong, um, rebuilding my guitar. My, it's the, the guitar I had oh, yeah, yeah. very yeah. first, which... You can't really see because the light's off, but it's, it's behind me. Um, I got it when I was about 15. It's absolutely knackered. And I was taking this thing apart and all the screws were rusted. All the bits were rusted. So I thought, I'm gonna, I am bought new pickups. I, bought, I wired it completely from scratch myself. I cleaned it up. It looked beautiful. Um, but as I've never wired a guitar before, there are some slight technical hiccups. And then I managed to break one of the, the tone pots as well, and that smashed up. So yeah, hey, it, been, it looks so great. It's still there. It is still there. It's just not playable at the You've moment. Not binned it then. Oh, I've not binned it. No, it, it's it's well repairable. But then Christmas sort of caught up with me, and I, I can't take over the kitchen table and have a guitar part strewn everywhere. Is it going to get to that so. point where you've got to take it to the repair shop on BBC? And they have to correct all my errors, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all but good fun. Tell, I, lo- I loved it. If, if you tell them how it is that you want it to look, and just say that's how it did look, yeah, they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll do it. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm just thinking about other things that have happened in 2021. Like we we discussed loads of different things that have happened, obviously through the podcast. But like Facebook rebrand, that's a big. That's a yeah, pretty exactly. Big Meta. In fact, I was watching. I was watching. Yeah, I was watching. Um, the big fat quiz of the year was on the other day, and that was one of the questions. I've seen that, and I love watching that because you see so many things on that and think, "Wow, I didn't know that happened." Or, yeah. "Wow, I yeah. forgot that that happened." Yeah. But the big thing for me over twenty twenty one was the year of the podcast because. That's it. Obviously, lockdown happened in March 2020. Yeah. Is that right? It, it, yeah. Uh, that was when we started working from home and was, things like yeah. that in the UK. So so we went through pretty much 2020 at home. And, and we only we... started the podcast back up. Like It feels like forever now, but we had a bit of a break. And what was it, July, maybe? No, we, June, July started, time, yeah. We started doing the podcast again. So yeah. we're still pretty young in in podcast sense aren't we Mm. yeah exactly so we we started up but then you slowly started seeing loads of other podcasts starting up as well and it wasn't until kind of probably the middle of this year so a year after let's say that you slowly started seeing them drop off again because people just hadn't got the time to do it we we went back to work or or whatever it may be yeah Yeah. we 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 stood strong we we stood the test of time um and, and you point, you pointed out that 20, at the beginning of this year, because we had the whole kind of 
um, review of the year thing come up on Anchor, didn't we? Mm, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing. In fact, I looked at it the other day and it said that we've had over 3,000 plays of our show, which, yeah. you know, is, which, is a bit mind-blowing, really. It's massive, absolutely yeah. massive. Now you think that that's, that's happened, you know, seeing one person or two people listen to each show is great, but when you think of like that many plays, it's, it's mm. incredible, you know. And, and, then, and then to add YouTube onto it, which we've become more kind of... Um, yeah productive on over the last kind of 12 months i'd say we started uh, the year pretty much with like a couple of followers on youtube and now we've got over 100 which yeah. again is a huge landmark for us definitely yeah yeah and it was never to kind of set the set the bar too high and have expectation if you keep your expectation right. low, you can only <laughs> we can only be better than average you know that's from something <laughs> is that from i don't um, know is it it is. It's from Spider Man, isn't it? Because I'm sure MJ says that. You know, low expectations. I, I accidentally talking the quotes. I accidentally quoted Wayne's World without realizing I quoted Wayne's World the other day. Right. I was watching. What was I watching? That's going to annoy me now. I was watching something, and there was a bit with a roadie, and the roadie said like a lot of stuff. And I said to Ke- I turned to Kerry and went, "My wife." Turned to Kerry and went. That roadie was well in, surprisingly well informed, wasn't he? And that's that's for, for Wayne's World when they asked the roadie about stuff, and he's like, "Oh yeah, and blah blah blah," and they're going here and blah, blah. amazing. It was go. completely lost on her, but I was really excited. But by that yeah. moment, but, I mean, it's lost me a bit at the moment, and I haven't watched Wayne's World in a while, so um, you need to watch it. But yeah, um, but when <laughs> when you said about that kind of review of the facts and figures yeah. of our show, like the first episode of this year was with Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Which is mad. Which feels, personally, feels like years ago. Like It it feels like an absolute age ago that we did that episode. Yeah. But obviously not. Yeah. Yeah. And think of the people. I mean, I don't want to keep going over these things, but because we done, when we done our 50th episode, we talked a lot about guests that we've had in the past from, be it friends of the show or, or these kind of, well-known-ish people, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mad. Um, I, and not I, just that, then the network that we've made since then as well. I was going to say, you know, it's it's, it's fantastic. And there are, you know, some people like Ricky that um, sort of been on the show, which is great, great to know. And, and there are people that certainly I do drop a message now and again and, and whatever, which is really nice. But I think the ones that certainly I cherish more than anything are some of the, like, as you said, the network we've had, like, we've, that's grown and, and that's embraced us and brought us in. Mm. Um, you know, like doing the Dawner Comics quiz and, and, you know, all of, all of those sort of things that we, we've been introduced to and, and really, yeah. you know, have our back with stuff, keep catch up. And all, all those guys are, are amazing. Yeah, Apologies yeah. if out, I've left you out. out but, of the you blank. Know, out in the blank, Robbie, you know, he was the first person to invite us on the show. And, you know, and now we're in a movie. Last year, and now we're in a movie. Come on, you know. Yeah. Dreams come true. Oh, so, yeah. It's been, it's been a, an awesome year. Of, well, when you think we've been in a movie, we've released yeah. a song. We have, yeah. You know, um, we are Matt Healy. Um, yeah. You know, all, all them sort of things. It's pretty crazy, really. It's pretty crazy. We've been. In a retro gaming magazine, we've been. Oh my twice, god! Sega, Sega Mania magazine. Sega Mania. 
we were on the cover, on the back cover, but on the cover of Sega Mania magazine. Um, and we were in the next episode, the uh, next issue too, which when it finally arrives, we'll um, we'll still share that with everyone as well. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's insane. Shout out to them as well, because they're having a bit of a rough time with, the, you know, yeah. for those who know, they've had some delivery issues with their, their issue three, yeah. which I know they were so pumped about as well, like, because yeah. I think it's, it's a it, issue they had some wasn't there an issue with that first and foremost the, the quality of the paper was slightly thicker i think so yeah so, so then twice that meant, as heavy or something like that yeah heavy. so then it cost them more to and they didn't offset that to the customers yeah. um and then they've had this issue where i think about four boxes worth have all gone missing um yeah. so who's that unbelievable is that unbelievable i think that's my dad has joined us it's a family <laughs> thing I'm at work. It is. It's unbelievable, Jeff. It's amazing. Amazing. Um, but Sega Mania, I'd... if you have any interest in gaming at all, check out Sega Mania magazine. They're basically dedicated to retro gaming, specifically Sega, and doing a year uh, an issue. We're on issue three now, which is uh, the one that we're all waiting for. Number and they three. just need love. They need absolute love. Um, because they do such an amazing job, and they do it themselves. It's a completely independent project. They, you know, are learning from scratch every single day. And and mm. unfortunately, it seems that a few people have been giving them a bit of a hard time because they have uh, ridiculous expectations, and they don't yeah. deserve it. They're, they're awesome in, in what they do, massively. And then and things like um, Patrick Hickey Jr. If you remember him from yeah. when we had him on, he was part of lesser known comics. Yeah. I think his his comic um was was through Condry. There. Condry, exactly. Um and then he actually he, stepped away from them and, and has now set up his other one, which is Legacy Comics, which seems to be growing huge. I don't know if you'll keep track of what's going on there, but they're they're making like local news and I was like gonna say that. I saw that he was on TV the other day, but yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't catch why. I mean, that's, that's but, but both different. again from I mean certainly from the comic side when you've mentioned kind of um, Dawn of Comics and and the Nerd Herd and people like that, yeah. you know all the gang from there, Chris from Off My Shelves, um, yeah, who we've got Triple G, Triple all these G. comic book people who we've made legend. and the ones from you know over the pond. Yeah, the comic book side has actually been quite big for us. Like, even though we're not huge, we're not big collectors. <laughs> I was going to say, well. just as a disclaimer, we don't really know much about comics, but yeah. it's it, you know, it's it's amazing seeing this this world and being welcomed into it and learning from from them. Yeah, yeah amazing, exactly. absolutely amazing. But yeah, so crazy year, crazy year for the podcast, yes. and you know, next year is going to be um, just exactly. Who who knows when the uh, you know in the future year of twenty twenty two what what that will bring? Mm. Um, one one thing I know it will bring like on a personal thing, which isn't really it's sort of a personal thing. Is you re thing. you replacing me? New host. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a new host. I, I'm the shameless plug here. My my youngest, about over a year ago now, this was had an idea for a song. Right, and he used to sing this thing, and it was called Teddy Overload. The song is called Teddy Overload, and he used to do this, <laughs> Teddy Overload, and like kept singing it. And I, I said, I'm going to turn that into a proper like song. 
So I did, and that, and that was last year. It was like last summer. I made a full song for Teddy Overload. Amazing. Um, as of January the first, that's going to be live on all streaming platforms. So oh, we'll be that, we'll be sharing the hell out of that. That's it. We'll be sharing that. Listen to Teddy Overload. Yeah. Um, it's going to be awesome. We have got some new things coming up on the show. We, we we've been discussing um, about getting people to join us. You know, we've had guests on before, but with these live shows, what we're looking at potentially is having yep. people dropping in and out, and you know, saying hello, stopping by. Not just in the comments, but coming actually, actually on the show. Yeah. In the studio. So, such, so yeah. I can see that Chris from Off My Shelves, who we've mentioned a few times, uh, plug, go and check out his channel. It's awesome. Um, yeah. Don't worry. I don't know much about them either. To referring to comic books, which is crazy. I think that's when, a lie, though, because yeah, he definitely does know, know yeah. about comic books. He, he definitely does. And yeah. honestly, the way he puts his show together... Um, and having been on the quiz with Chris, he's one of the funniest people I think I've ever met. Like, he's so yeah. witty, and yet when you watch his show, it is so well put together. It's incredible. And I think <laughs> I, was, I was expecting to say he's so witty, but then when you watch his show... <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's like professional. <laughs> but, but even with that, I mean, you, you've said about us not knowing a great deal about it. Like, it's... just the detail that they go into, like, you know, the, the, the make... It's not just what the book... You know, if I was reviewing a comic book, it'd be, oh, yeah, the artwork was That's pretty right. good. Quite the story like was good. Yeah. They're, like, talking about how the makeup of it is. It's, it's not even just the, the comic, which, to me, is mad. Yeah. And then the kind of whole rarity of them and whether it's a yeah. kind of issue one or whatever. So, yeah, crazy. Um, but another thing... So we've talked about that. And then another thing that... I've had in my mind, and I don't mind revealing this now, is the Metropolis. The Metropolis. We're going to be bringing back. Um, Which we keep talking thing. about, don't we? The, the we've not actually thought about what we're going to do with it. So uh, no, I'm copyright. Great, right great name. Great Metropolis. Metropolis. Get that. Write that down. Um, <laughs> yeah. Loads of exciting things to come. More guests. Yes. Um, well, guests definitely. I think that's one thing as well that you know we, yeah. like James said, we had loads of guests. Then we mm. didn't. Like in the past couple of well, we decided series, to go back a little bit, didn't we? We wanted to take it back to its roots of just the two of us talking, because um, we enjoy it. And, and weirdly, we really missed it. Like having someone else in in the room. It was that they were um, the third wheel, and it was it was uh, you know getting in the way a little bit. So it was just the two of us. We worked on our relationship. And now we're ready, to bring, we're, we're ready to bring a third wheel back in into this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris, thank you very much. Blushing here may be the wine, though. Um, it's fine. Well, yeah, you, you, Chris, you can be our third wheel anytime. I'm, yeah. I'm just putting that out there, definitely. Yeah. Well, um, something that I'm sure Chris would be keen to talk about, and I'm and I'm keen to see his comments and whoever else is with us. There is another person. It might still be the Jeff. It might be... It's your dad. Yeah. It's your dad. Um, not, <laughs> not working hard enough. Um, <laughs> and, Dad, if you miss the beginning of the show, I'm wearing the T-shirt, just so you know. Um, <clears throat> right, so what a year it was for Marvel. Marvellous yeah. year, some might say. Um, <laughs> so... I think off the back of 2020, when we saw the end of the Infinity Saga, yeah, you and I both said, "Wow, that was like yeah, 
not a long slog because obviously it was over 10 years or 11 years nearly maybe I don't know but you were just thinking god have we have we now got to start again as such yeah but I it, think it's actually I think I don't know if you agree with this I think it's actually you're still getting references to a lot of the stuff and you have to you know you had the blip you had what happened with Thanos and characters like Iron Man and Captain America and so forth um Black Widow so you had to have nods to them things at times, but they have started to move now, I feel, fully into this, what yeah. I'm referring to, and I'm sure it will be as, as the multiverse saga. Yeah. But we've had so many shows, and excuse me for looking at my phone, I know you've got them written down as well. So we I've got them written down if you want me to read them off. Well, we, we kicked off the year, because this was the year that started with all the Disney Plus series. Yeah. Which... I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but I, I honestly think, and we've spoken about this a little bit already, um, and after I went to see Spider-Man recently, um, we kind of got talking about what our favourite ones were from over the past 12 months. Um, so we kicked off with WandaVision, and for me, that was probably still my standout one. Yeah, without a doubt. And it was the one for me that, out of all the things they announced it wasn't that clear what it was. Like, mm. it, even, and I guess, even watching the first few episodes, it still was, you, you still had to think, oh, what, what, how's this fit in? What, what's this all about? But it was, I think, for that reason, like, the whole unique perspective that brought on, brought in, and, and just the whole production, it, it, it phenomenal. Yeah, for, mm. for me, standout one the whole year, that was out in January. So, you mm. know, it's, Set a very high bar, I think, for the other stuff. Yeah, definitely. Chris has just brought in a comment about what we're talking about. Animated shows, TV shows, films, all smashing it. My main worry is how the source material is still playing about eighth fiddle, which yeah. is mad considering there would be nothing without them. What, what, does, yeah. what does he mean by that? Well, I think it's a very interesting uh, comment. Because, and you see that th as a thread through a lot of media at the moment, you know, in that you're you're almost sort of... Marvel have got this whole backlog of, like, decades of stuff that they can yeah. then draw from, and they do. But then what about moving forward with, like, the comic books? You know, what are you doing with the comic books now? Well, are the stories now in the comic books standing up on the, you know, in the same level as, as the previous ones? Because... It, it, if you're current, like continually mining the nostalgia or like the references of the past, it, it's it, you just end up in that cycle, don't you? And, and you, mm. we're going to talk about it a bit later with reboots. Like films, particularly at the moment, are terrible for that. It's like, well, where are the new ideas? Where, what, where's the the? Where are we taking this forward instead of? Oh, we're going to do a film based on that. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 so, and I mean, you know it's. What what's interesting you saying that and and based on Chris's comment as well, I saw a post actually earlier on Instagram and it had a picture from the comic books of um, Echo yeah. holding a gun towards Kingpin. Yeah, and a, a lot of these things because both of us it's we, new we to us, got, isn't it? It's new yeah. to us, but there'll be people who watch that and go, ah, that I've links seen to that before almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's I know where they're going with this. 
I don't know. This has always been a bit of a weird thing for me, and it happens with a lot of movies as well, because most movies, I think, you know, big films are based on books that have been made. You know, Lord of the Rings, yeah. for example. I've never read the books. Harry Potter, never read the books, mainly because I'm not a Harry Potter fan. But he, he never learned to read. Is the um, and I'm glad, I, I'm literally <laughs> just hoping that I read what's on the screen um, <laughs> in these comments. But yeah, so you know, it's I often think if I haven't got an expectation yeah. from a book or from a comic in this scenario, then everything I'm seeing is new. Yeah. Now. And unfortunately, I think that's that's the same for a lot of people as well. You know, it's the Mm. the sad reality is a lot of people will walk into or or sit there and watch Hawkeye, for example, and that's their first um, sort of interaction with that storyline. And it's fine. You know, they've been entertained. Everyone goes home happy. But, you know, it, it still exists short term, doesn't it, I guess, unless they, you know. I mean, you forward. say you say everyone goes home happy. I was really using Hawkeye as an example. Yeah, that was very underwhelming. Um, I, I think it's. I, I felt that a was a really, really flat way to end kind of the whole series collective of twenty twenty one because all the others have done really well. Um, yeah. The the Kingpin versus Kate Bishop really pissed me off. Um, yeah. like really not because really? not just because he got shot with an arrow he got exploded right yeah he definitely didn't get killed at the end I'm not having it when Maya shot that gun the fact that the camera wasn't there to see you know obviously it's how it's yeah, been done yeah, yeah. he he didn't get killed but there's there's talk I've, I've seen some people saying about in the comics there's a bit where he's blinded for a period of time so maybe right. they do that she shot him in the eye I don't know unbelievable Jeff um yeah but what annoyed me most, not not the fact that he was getting shot and arrow shot him and all that, it was just the fact how easy Kate Bishop took that beating and carried on. Like there was no sort of scars or. It, it I, just, I made that comment. Yeah, she's she's not a superhero. That when she's fighting Yelena, um, is Yelena, isn't it? I'm yeah. getting her name right. Um, in in that scene now. I said, I said, hang on, Yelena's a trained assassin that has been trained to kill like since mm. she was six or whatever, and she's not. Basically, like, yeah. how, how does that work? I know yeah. she, you know, after her dad died, she said, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna train and blah blah blah." So, you know, I don't, I can defend myself, but come on, like, it, it's just different, isn't it? But. It just won me up because I, I'm I've watched all the Daredevil series, so I know what happens in that. Sure. And hate Daredevil takes an absolute beating from him. Yeah. And that and yet Kate Bishop, good old Kate Bishop, and this isn't me kind of I know what Mark will be thinking. It's a it's a woman. Um James don't like hates it. women. Don't hate women. Um don't tell my wife that. Um and um <laughs> so so it's not even about that. It's just kind of having that I'm all for strong female characters in these things. I'm I'm all for that. But don't then have someone... That's, I mean, he's like four times... And that's an understatement. Four times the size of her. And he's hitting her. He's not holding back. 
Yeah. I know it's a I know it's a TV show, and I'm trying not to See, take it too seriously. But this is the thing, though, with these shows. And Haley heard that comment. Um, <laughs> she, she, watching these shows, it's very hard, though, because and I often have this sort of discussion when we're watching it. Is someone will go, "Oh, but that can't be right," you know, that can't happen. I'm like, "Yeah, but we're watching a film that's about I don't know some guy from space, and he's doing this." Like you, you, it's just what it is, isn't it? I, know, I get that. Things. I get that. But with this scenario, she is just a human who yeah. has yeah. trained in fencing and martial. I don't know, you know, and, and bow and arrowing. Yeah. That's even how you refer to it as <laughs> archery. Um, is is archery. what you're looking for in this situation. Whatever. <laughs> bow and arrowing is, is, is the <laughs> hashtag bow and arrowing. Um, <laughs> So, so that's what I don't get, and she's still like twenty-one or something like that. She's not; it's not like she's a trained veteran fighter or anything like yeah. that. It just, it just felt a little bit. I don't know if if that's his way. If that was the way he came to an end in the Marvel series, if it is, and I don't think it is, it seems a bit lame to me. Yeah. But I, I felt the whole series had that sort of vibe to it. To be fair, do you think though it's because because I was watching it and thinking. Is it because Hawkeye is just a conventionally boring character? <laughs> or is it because the story was bad? And I couldn't really decide if I'm honest. Because in, in the films, you know, and like all the times you've seen him previously, he's not that exciting, is he? Like, no. as, a, as a whole. No. So, I, I, I quite like the deaf aspect, because that was yeah, a bit new, a a new layer to him. The highlight for me in the entire series was Steve Rogers the musical, if I'm honest. I, I thought that was absolutely awesome. Like, and I don't know if you saw the um, yes, right. the like the end scene where you had mm. the entire. It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. It's it's meant to be bad, and you, you know, but it was enjoyably bad. As such. I I I discussed this with Mark. Um, everyone knows with any Marvel film or TV show that or series that's happened, there's always that kind of excitement of what is the post credit scene. Yeah. And that, that was it. If they'd done that and then had something, a little tidbit of yeah. something at the end, but there was nothing. And that kind of disappointed me again. But again, it, it was kind of the theme of the series for me. He was already disappointed. Exactly. Yeah, I mean... Well... Go on. Oh, go on. No, you, you go, because I was going to change subject. I was just going to say, introduced Echo to it, which we're going to have an Echo series. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Um whether, whether that's going to be good. What's, what's Chris said here? Sorry. Um, even in his private pile day, he would have kicked her face in. He would have. He would have. That's the thing. It's, it's, uh, don't, don't get me started. But I've, there I've have been, started. there have been good Marvel things. Like, so yes. Division starting off fantastic. I think yeah. let's, let's go from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I found okay. Like, yeah, it was all right. I, I, I like the things in it. The story I thought was very good. I, I like the whole um, thing about you know people being displaced and and that that sort of aspect to it. I thought that that worked really well. Um, Loki, Loki I left really me sort of, Loki. it was good, but it left me with a few mixed feelings. I'm honest, it was sort of a bit I don't know. Um, so and but sort of one that I know was really one of your favourites, which I still haven't watched all of. What if? Was, oh, incredible. You know, that's it. And I think that's a good example 
of them using their source material <clears throat> for in a, in a very clever way. You know, yeah. you've got we've said it loads on the show. Like they, these companies, like have got such a wealth of information that they can draw from, and it doesn't yeah. have to be in the rigid structure of oh well, you know, Captain America only does this, and this only works this way. Mix it up, do what if you want with it. Yeah, so yeah, you know, I, I thought that was a real, real positive and a real clever spin on it. And I took again, I took notes for face value. I know, you know, it would upset some people. We've, we've you know, talked about in the comments in the past, and that some people you know, didn't necessarily like. Oh well, that's not right. That this character should be doing that. But that was sort of the whole point of it was like, yeah, there weren't any rules. It doesn't matter, you know. That go go crazy with it as such. So, yeah. Well, sorry. Welcome, welcome, to, welcome to the party, Phil. Um, Phil's Nerdyverse. How you doing? And this just shows you really the difference yep. in opinion on all of these things. So, Phil, for the listeners, Phil saying Hawkeye has been my favourite Disney Plus Marvel show. It took over from WandaVision. Now we've hyped WandaVision, and it just shows you that there's there's shows. I mean, you and I said, I mean, from a movie standpoint, we've both watched Spider Man, the latest one. Yeah. I thought it was one of the best Marvel films ever made, and you weren't too sure on it. I I thought it was average at best. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know that that that's it. It is. It was all down to personal opinion, isn't it? In the long yeah. run, with these things, and we've, we've, uh, we've talked about we've talked about kind of professional reviews and that you get in the newspaper and film magazines yeah. and things like that. It is down to one person's opinion. Yeah. Exactly. Well, on on a film front, you know you can. <clears throat> there's quite a few mm. from the Marvel thing, which again have been quite divisive. Like Black Widow in July. Yeah. Like it was alright. It was what I, I liked Yelena in it. I thought she was brilliant. She was a very strong character. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, but I think they completely messed up that story. Um Shang-Chi in September. Brilliant. Awesome film. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Can't, can't I wasn't sure how you was going to feel about that with the whole mythical stuff. Yeah, it, it was fine. Um, it was. It, it, there were weren't any hobbits. There weren't any like trolls or fantasy stuff. Fantasy definitely isn't my thing. But the the whole it was more like um, yeah. What, what's, what's the word? Mythology is is that probably the right? So thing you was for you it? was all right. You was all right with like the little weird thing that looked like a big toe. You know that little creature thing. I'll, I'll be it right. There's my admission for this. That was the bit you fell asleep through. And, and this uh, film, and it is because I'm old. I was sitting at the table, and I can't remember what I was doing. I think I was working. Unfortunately, it was like an evening, and I was working, which was really rubbish. But I, I was watching it and really enjoying it, and sort of going from my laptop to the TV. But because I'm old and I have to wear glasses, like seeing the laptop. If I had my glasses on, I could see laptop, but not the telly. So there were some bits where I'd look at the telly, I couldn't see anything, and then I was doing like that old person thing. So I probably missed out on that. Yeah, I mean, it was quite prominent. Ben Kingsley's, who was the um, well, he, yeah, I, I remember him in it. He was from Iron Man Three, wasn't he? Yeah, Mandarin. Yeah, he was the fake Mandarin. Yeah, and he he had that weird little thing. That was sh- telling them the directions. Only he could understand what it was saying. Yes. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. 
Oh, that was fine. I, I don't make yeah, because when they first the dragons, get to, you're out with the dragons. Yeah, they first get there, don't they? And they they're driving in that car and they see that like, all the, the weird stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was really good. It was. I came out of that, and you know, it, it's got the same. Um, uh, what what's the word? Not message, but I came out of that in the same way. Not I came out in black watching Black Panther. And I think it was brilliant because it embraced that culture and it brought a, a, an entirely fresh perspective to yeah. it. And I, and I really appreciated that, I think, which which was really, really nice. Um, I don't remember it looking like a large hairy ass. Um, just, but, you know, I'm going to watch that back. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Phil's just said here the scaffold high-rise building fight scene was great. So when they went to meet up with his sister, yeah, brilliant. absolutely brilliant that bit. Fantastic! Um, Such great I, action. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. A, a good point that someone made to me recently. Who was it who told me? Adam, I think, because he watched Adam Wheeler from uh, Secret Protectors. Uh, he isn't a member of the Secret Protectors. He's the uh, creator. Um, he said to me the only thing that kind of is a little bit annoying about Shang-Chi was that there's this, you know, we already had Wakanda, which was a hidden place from the rest of the world as such, this secret place. And now you've got another secret place that's never been referenced before. So, but I mean, can you reference everything, you know? Oh, exactly. And it's, and it's all made up. Like, there, there can be as many secret places as you want, can't there? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing with that. Bring them exactly. on. Other fit the next one of Marvel Eternals, which you've seen, I've not seen. I've seen. In I November. loved it again. I, I really enjoyed it because it, again, it was fresh. It was new. It wasn't not that I wouldn't want to see the same characters from the past kind of ten years, but it was it was quite a big a big epic. It, it had a bit of an Avengers feel about, it, although they already knew each other and they were already had a team as such of Eternals. Yeah. I like the story. I like the twists in it. I thought I thought it was really good. And then, well, I, I haven't written it down, but just a small mention: um, the new Venom film, because that's technically a old film. Have you seen it? I can't even remember what it's called. Something Carnage. Let it be Carnage. Let it be oh, Carnage. Oh, my dad said to me, uh, "Yeah, and it's something about chaos." Chaos. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> But I, it's, I, I, I didn't enjoy it. I went in with the expectation that it was going to be terrible because I didn't really like the first one, and mm. it was just weird. Like it, it was, it was, yeah. It left me I feeling dead inside, like the first one did. If I'm honest, was, I don't, uh, I don't feel like I should be laughing during a Venom movie. It, that, that's the weird thing. Like it's that, that some. It's like watching uh, an episode of um, Chuckle Vision or something, isn't it? In, in mm. instead of like. Uh, this deadly symbiote who eats things. Yeah. Right, well, it's I, a bit weird. I guess the, the vibe is that he... There's a reference, I can't remember the name of it now because I really didn't want to pay attention to it, but there's a reference that what they do is they're bad for the sake of good. Right. But it's, it's said in a different way. Someone will probably come in and tell me. But yeah. as like, you know, whereas most superheroes won't kill someone. Yeah. Venom will go around killing people, but he'll kill the bad people. Sure. 
Um, Still love then, his film. Then it's, the, then it's the jokey side of it that I don't like. I'm, I wasn't sure about Woody Harrelson as Carnage either. I think no. Quite well for me. Um, He's good at playing a bit of a madman, I think. Mm. You know, so you know, and that worked to that degree. But, but yeah. yeah, let's 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 get move on from that. And then that brings us to Spider Man, which yeah. you know, yeah, which you loved. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, for for me, I, I just think I was really looking forward to it, and I thought it was an incredible like. Building up to it, I was desperate to see it. All the hype about like the the three you know, sort of previous Spider Men being in there and blah 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 and this whole like thing. And then for me, it it just felt lazy. And the whole story felt lazy. It is you know, and we've talked about this you know, privately, but like, oh yeah, Peter Parker's got a problem. He goes to Doctor Strange and says, "Oh, can you do this thing?" And Doctor Strange's like, "Oh, it's a bit dodgy, but." Yeah, come on, let's just do it anyway. And everything, whoops, it's all messed up. And mm. then, you know, this whole thing's happening with the, the bad guys coming in. Oh, we just need to send the bad guys back. And then Aunt May's like, hang on, let's not send them back. That, even though this is terrible, like, implications on the world, let's not send them back. We'll we'll make their lives better, you know, by changing their, their future mm. or whatever. And then it goes off on this thing. Oh, but, you know, as a result, Aunt May's died. Whoops. And and then, like, at the end, <laughs> it is, at the end, Doctor Strange turns up and says, oh, yeah, I just need to do the spell and I can sort this out anyway. And you just think, what? It, it just seemed a bit, a bit lazy. And, that was, <laughs> and obviously, that is my very truncated summary of that entire film. There's a lot more that happens in it, but... yeah. I think there needed to be a bit more work on what the spell was that he wanted to create because the reason it obviously goes wrong is because while he's making this... He keeps this, changing it. He keeps it? changing it and wants to add yeah. this person. But if you think in, um, I don't know, Infinity War or Endgame, I can't remember which, where... They want Doctor Strange to to you know change time, don't, don't they? Essentially, and he says, you know, I've I've seen six million new, uh, different options or whatever it is, and I'm completely misquoting that part of the film. And I know, you know, what what's going to happen as such. And, and he's very protective, and he doesn't want to really dabble, does he? In it, I'm right in saying that, mm, yeah. aren't I? Um, yeah. So it just seemed a bit out of character with this. He's like, oh, you're going to. We've just teared the world apart. Phil makes a good point here. I saw a meme the other day about Peter Parker asking to forget about Mysterio and not Peter Parker. Jobs again. So if everyone forgot about Mysterio, then no one would know that he's Spider Man. Um, Is it? Yeah. Go on. My final word for on it as well is old Toby Maguire. It was very off-putting for me as well. And he can't help it. He's, you know, he's 20 years older than what he was when he, in the, his films. But it left me feeling a bit like when I watched the fourth um, Indiana Jones. Like, Indiana Jones is this old man. And yeah. you think, oh, come on, I just can't look past that. And, like, Toby <laughs> Maguire's haggard face. Yeah. I, I, you know, Andrew Garfield, I think, came out the best in all of it. I thought yeah. he was awesome. Like, he really shone through. And he didn't really... I didn't find him like that in the films. 
that he was in, mm. but I think he, he excelled in, in his very small part. And, in, in and, his... and do you know what's amazing off the back of that? There's been huge um, fans calling for another amazing Spider-Man to be made with mm. him off the back of it. And I think that's, yeah. you know, a credit to him for how he was in, in that film. Yeah, Tobey Maguire's long done now with, with Spider-Man. I, I can't well, anything. He was when uh, Spider-Man 3 happened. If, if I'm Yeah, honest. I mean... That was a stinker. What what was what was nice is that there was kind of jokes and nods towards all them old films where the yeah, mistakes exactly. were made and things like that. Yeah. Um which I thought was fun. Um but yeah, it's there there there's definitely I'm very confused with how it's been left now because surely if they've created a spell to for everyone to forget who Peter Parker uh, who Spider Man is, that doesn't that shouldn't mean that MJ and Ned don't know who Peter Parker is. As in, he's Peter Parker. They go to school with him. They're all mates. It should just be that they now don't know that Peter is Spider-Man. Whereas yeah. the end was that they didn't know who Peter was. Well, I thought that wasn't that it, that they forget, they no one knows who Peter Parker is. I thought that was the thing. He didn't want people to know that he was Spider-Man. Right, okay. I don't know. Um, Rob is in the room, a.k.a. Uh, the director. Yeah, the director is here, forgot it all, um, which is mad considering you're in the film. Um, Chris, it was the best <laughs> cinema experience I've had in a long time. The crowd reaction of the reveal of Toby and Andrew and their team up, so much fun, and I can't separate yeah. experience from... I. I agree. For me, that's fair enough. Yeah. Do, do you know what there was? There was points that you remember that bit in Endgame where all of a sudden they all come back, or the bit where Captain yeah, yeah. gets Thor's hammer. Yeah, exactly. And and you hear the crowd yeah, go, amazing. Oh! Yeah. yeah. That was happening in the cinema. There were people sobbing when Aunt May got killed. There were people really sobbing when yeah when Andrew when Andrew Garfield's character saved MJ, and yeah. you saw the emotion because of everything that happened with Gwen. You know. All of that stuff was like powerful. I get yeah. that there's, I get that there's elements that kind of, like you say, are maybe a bit rushed. Yeah, um, I'm intrigued to see what happens now. Yeah, uh, still saying, still saying. I agree, Chris. Add the hype to the movie. Um, Matt Murdock's inclusion. We haven't even read. Yeah. I cried yeah. easily. Four separate occasions. I need to watch it a few more times. Really, again, I, I get that Matt Murdock being in there. I mean, it's the same yeah. King bringing them two now into the MCU or this kind of softer version, which yeah. I was always a bit skeptical about because of how good Daredevil was. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, sorry, I just wanted to see what Robbie said. I saw it in fears, and people were double taking it. Damn right, they were. Robbie, um, if uh, those aren't familiar, is a pretty much should be a stunt double for Tom Holland. Mm. Very, very, very much same person visually. But, yeah. Non non Marvel related. Just quickly before we go on to um, the reboots, I actually saw a post earlier today: the top ten most anticipated blockbusters of twenty twenty two. Let me let no. me list them. Go on. Sorry, go on. No, no, you go. Go for it. Um, Black Panther 2, number wow. one, that is. Wow, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, part one. 
to the next Into the Spider-Verse yeah, film. That's going to be incredible. The Batman. That, yes. That we saw the trailer yesterday. Incredible. The latest trailer. I hope that's the last trailer now as well. I don't want to see any more because that's March. No. Yeah. And me, you and Mark are all going to go see it together on release Definitely. day. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder. That's coming in at number four. Jurassic World, Dominion. Really? Yeah. Um, no, they've been good. Don't get me wrong. Those the Jurassic World films have been decent films. Yeah. Do we need another one? No. Apparently so. Do. Um, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse Madness. Yeah. Uh, Avatar two. I mean, we've spoke about Avatar. They've since... been making that for ten years, haven't they? At least. Haven't they got three of them lined up? Yeah, because yeah. I think he was making two and three at the same time, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Aquaman and the Last Kingdom, uh, Lost Kingdom. Not really, Bob. In the first Aquaman films. No, me either. And then your favourite actor, Tom Cruise, Top Gun Maverick. And then that's one that must have been delayed, isn't it? Because that I, I remember seeing the trailer from that ages ago. Yeah, but that... and Mission Impossible Seven is number ten. Yeah. <laughs> God, Mission Impossible needs to cross over Fast and Furious, I think, doesn't it? But like the amount of sequels they churn out then mm. it needs to be some sort of combined sequel mm. i think um yeah. but you saying top gun brings us very nicely to it what does. we're going to talk about next which was did someone order a reboot because we have had a lot this year haven't we a lot of reboots and uh, ones that just remind me well one that I started watching actually before this, but inconveniently, I had to do a podcast so I couldn't watch the rest of it. Um, coming to America or coming to America. Um, Is that a reboot? Well, it's uh, no, it's probably more a sequel, but as it's been so long, could you not sort of regard that? I sort of regard it as a reboot. I'm with you. I watched the first one a couple of days ago because I haven't seen it in ages and I introduced my oldest to it. Fantastic. I, I've loved that film like, for as long as I can remember. The second one, it, it's just, oh, there's that character that was in it 30 years ago. Oh, isn't that funny? Oh, he's there's another character. Now. Oh, look, yeah, he looks like he should be dead. You know, it, <laughs> you know and it's, it's that sort of thing. It was okay. For Is it really bad I saw, seeing the original? You've never seen the original? Just, just stop now. Leave. And okay. start watching it. Okay, okay. See ya. Go and watch it. Hey, it's it's incredible. It is so funny. It's Eddie Murphy on like peak on fire. It's hilarious. Um, June is uh, one that. Yeah, uh, that is. You watched? Movie. Still not seen it. No. Bored me to tears. Looked beautiful, but bored me to tears. I know Mark was disgusted when I said that, but hey. My dad's they're, li- they're lining up another franchise. That's all they're doing. Um, um, Ghostbusters. Which Phil's Ghostbusters mentioned. Yeah. Phil's mentioned it now. I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. Where does that sit, though? Do you... Do, I know it's a long time after, and, it's, and it is referencing the characters from the originals. Yeah. Um, director is the original director's son is that right yeah yeah Jason so yeah so, so you have got some kind of um consistency there yeah but is it, is it a reboot or is it an extension of 
Oh, you're having Excuse a wee me, I'm just there? Pouring. I'm just having a wee um, at the side. Um, A.K. pouring beer, and that's how professional we are on this show. Um, it see that's the thing. It, it's it's a sequel, and it's set like the the actual amount of years, pretty much from the the first one. Mm-hmm. But you can see they're leading to the reboot, which is why yeah. I included it in there. It's sort of. You can tell that if this one works out as they want it to, they're probably going to go on and churn out some more of them. Um, but it's not obviously like a reboot in the sense that the, the female-led one was. Um, mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good film by itself. It was it it took the path a bit like um, Force Awakens did um, in the sense of, they sort of copying the story of the original film and sort of reference that quite a lot. But personally for me, and I'll be interested to hear what other people say about it when they see it, in that I felt that the new cast was the strongest part of the film. And, you know, I don't think this is necessarily a spoiler. You do get the older cast in it in certain points. And I thought in a way you didn't necessarily need it. And I, yeah. and I was really apprehensive about the watching it, having seen the second trailer that came out, where it's like, oh, and there's Stay Puft, and there's a, you know, there's a terror dog thing, there's this, and there's that. You think, God, you know, I've I've just seen all of the old stuff. There's Ecto One. There's, you know, they're doing this. Like you're just, it's almost like they're they're put holding that shiny toy in front of you. Oh, look, look, it's Ecto One. Look, you're gonna like this film and. Oh, I don't know. Is that, it was a solid that, film, though. It really was. I guess you've got to get the right balance of it being nods to the past, but keeping it fresh with this new cast, young people yeah. coming through. Paul Rudd's been one of the main characters. Paul Rudd is quite a minor part in it, actually. Really? And that's a surprise. Like When you see he the trader, you think, oh, he's yeah. going to be a big thing. He He's a main character, but you don't see him as much as you think. It is led by, and, and Chris has mentioned that, like, he's, he's really cool. Like, he said his daughters want to see it as they've seen the original and they like the look and the female lead in it, mm. which is e- Egon's granddaughter is is like the main um, sort of character in it. And she's incredible. She's such a good character. I don't know who, you know, I've never seen her as an actress before in anything. Yeah. And she is really, really good. Um, I thought and, she might have been out of Stranger Things or something like that. No, don't think I've seen yeah. her in Stranger Things. Um, but she's brilliant, and she really holds that film together, and that's why it's sort of almost like you have her and you have a few other characters in there, and you think, oh, you don't really need to be mm. plugging the old stuff because she's doing really good, like holding this film together. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's a film makes point here as well about. I don't think this generation can take the brilliance of Bill Murray. He is irrelevant today. I love Bill Murray. Yeah. I think he's incredible, but I watched him. And um, the other two OGs, I can't remember their actual names. Um, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd and... Ernie Hudson, because um, yes. uh, Thingy's not around anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, and when when I saw Bill Murray on that, I was like... He's too he old. Well. He looks so old now. Yeah. Um, I, I love Bill Murray in, in yeah. his day... But that was mm. one of the things with this new film. Seeing Bill Murray in it now, you think, oh, God. Like, mm. yeah, he's trying to do like the, the smart one-liners and stuff. And you think, oh, mate. 
just doesn't quite work. It's a bit sad now, which is a shame, but I guess that's part what of us. Got? I know old. the big one coming. Do you? I hope don't disappoint. Suicide Squad um, is in there, which is, is a reboot very close to the previous one, and I've not seen either of them, so I can't really pass comment on And I've on seen those. both, and controversially like both, so I definitely like the newer one more, um, but it definitely is a reboot, yes, yeah, it's, it's the James Gunn version. Yeah. yeah. And the one I've got listed here, which again, probably technically isn't a reboot, but it's still for a new generation, as Phil rightly said, Matrix. Which That's, is that was I was thinking. Sort of, I yeah, was which I've thinking. not yet seen. I, I do want no. to see it, but I have seen headlines of very mixed reviews of it. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't really know what to make of it. And the reason I've not seen it yet is because I feel I watched I've watched the original Matrix load, so I know that sort of very well. Yeah. But in the two sequels to it, um I've not seen for years. I saw them at the cinema. And was a bit underwhelmed to be on this there scene at the cinema, and I've oh, not man. watched them since the early 2000s. So I, I need to watch them. I feel I need to watch those and then watch the new one and you know see how it is. I've, really, I've, I've done the same and seen some reviews which aren't great, they're not glowing. Yeah. Um, all of which seem to lead to it being another trilogy potentially, really. I mean, I say trilogy, it could just be another two, but it's certainly yeah. apparently, certainly apparently, there you go. Certainly apparently. Uh, it certainly apparently could be, definitely, um, leading to a sequel. Yeah. Uh, what's Chris saying here? So, Chris, is that a real film? That, that just sounds absolutely insane. Yeah, do you want to read it uh, out, James? A film I'm looking forward to is Tetris, story of the creation and legal battles around the game starring... Taron Egerton, awesome actor. Yeah, he's awesome. How about that? That would be very, very interesting um, yeah. to, to see that, because I think it's, it was invented by a Russian guy, wasn't it? And um, I think that Nintendo then licensed it and probably made all the oh, yeah. money, I would have thought. On um, High Score? High Score. They they spoke to the guy, didn't they? Yeah. 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 I mm. think he's paid. he's got his money now, uh, as far as I remember, but... We've got a bit of money now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, referring to the Matrix, Phil has just said <laughs> in the Matrix Reloading Revelations, I can't remember the character's name, but they used the two. It was the two. It was the two twins, wasn't it? Two blonde yeah. twins. Um, yeah. That are in that in. Um, I'm sure it's just the, the second sequel when they're driving down the the motorway. And there's the, the big fight scene, and there's these two tw twins with like blonde dreadlocks or something like that. Yeah, look like Albert I'd, for I'd forgot that. about that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and just going back to the Tetris one, Chris says that is a real film. I've read the books, and the story is amazing. Well, wow. that sounds like a fantastic film. No, no, that's right up my street. I look forward to that. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, and and one film that I isn't. A reboot, but I thought deserved a mention because it's again it's going to lead to a reboot. Is James Bond No Time to Die? Um, which because well, I'm not he Daniel Craig's not doing it anymore, like that. That was it, that, that was his last one. Um, even though he said, I think he said the previous film was his last one. Um, but a slight spoiler, he can't do any more. After this one, um, yeah. so 
I thought it was a very good film. It was a very good Bond film. Uh, Remy Malik, great villain. Um, had a pretty solid is he, story. Is he villain uh, turned good and he's going to be the next Bond? No, because no, no, I think he he's all messed up. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was a good film. Can't, can't say more than that. It was a good, solid Bond film. So yeah, that will that will lead to new Bond and you know a lot of speculation in terms of who that could be and whatever. And I'm sure we won't know for a while. Um, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it kind of reveal who was going to be the next Bond? No, the, the only thing that's been revealed in the films, which I think they've been revealed in the last one, I can't remember is because James Bond steps down from sort of his position, he's no longer 007. So like 007 doesn't necessarily denote him. It's the, um, for want of a better word, like the call sign of of that particular spy. So there's a lady who takes over 007. So there's actually another 007 in it, um, but not another James Bond. And wasn't um, there something so, with it that he's got a kid? Yes, that, and that's what yeah. it was. And it links so back it's, to... It's going to be a kid, James Bond. Well, we'll have to wait a while because she was 12, I'm going to hazard a guess at. So, very young. Spy. Does your name have to be James Bond to be James Bond? Well, the thing is, with James Bond now, and I, I don't know how much you know about James Bond... Is that up to really a point? <laughs> up to a point, they started rewriting it because, like, um, what's his name? Fleming, can't think of his first name. Ian Fleming, wasn't it? Um, wrote a series of books, and up to a point, there, there weren't any yeah. more books. So, from Quantum of Solace, I want to say, they mm-hmm. they had to write more. So they. Really, they can take it wherever they want to now because it's 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 fair game. Um, so yeah, so we will see. We will see. Um, well, let's. Uh, I think that's probably all the reboots. So yeah, yeah. to finish off, uh, I think you know, just uh, as a, a, a little a chat, New Year's resolution. But what I was going to say is before before we get onto that, even any favourite films. In the year? For me, favourite films of the yeah, year. Yeah, anything that stand out to you that you can well, think of. It, it'll have to be Spider-Man because that, I feel like I've... The that was the last one you saw. And it was the last one I saw. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, Disney have absolutely smashed it with films this year. Yeah. Uh, I've watched, over Christmas, I've watched some absolute awesome ones. Ron's Gone Wrong. Yeah, Brilliant. I've not seen that yet, but that looks great. Um... The other one that we watched... What about Luca earlier in the year? Brilliant. That's great, wasn't it? Luca was fantastic. Then the one that we both watched on Netflix, um, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Oh, my God. That's on my list. I actually think films have shot through the roof this year because I didn't watch Spider-Verse until this year, unless that was out this year. Yeah. And that was a great film. Mitchells versus Machines, definitely. Yeah. Um... Ones that I've written down, one that, that was delayed from last year, Free Guy, I was yeah. a, a real surprise to me. I thought that was potentially going to be absolutely dreadful, and it wasn't. And it was real surprise, the actual storyline. The, the storyline, I thought, was, yeah, absolutely decent um, film. Mm. One, that, controversially as well, which I don't know if I spoke to you about this, 
the new Jason Statham film, which is on uh, Amazon yeah. Prime. Yeah. Amazing. I absolutely loved it. It's by Guy Ritchie, but not. it's not like... Um, I saw, I think it's called The Gentleman, the one he did recently with Hugh Grant in it, like last year, I think that may have been. And that was very standard Guy Ritchie, like a story with lots of twists in it and like a bit jokey and uh, stuff. Yeah. When this is just a straight action film, it's still got a lot of twists in it, but it's just a really good action film. Jason Statham just acts the part. He doesn't overact. He, it's not cheesy like some of his films are he, he just plays a very sort of straight um role brilliant um wrath of man uh it's it's called i can't remember whether i said um but yeah uh, that was a real surprise i saw it pop up on amazon prime said let's let's watch that absolutely engrossed from start to finish really really did good story you do snatch yeah so yeah. lock stock snatch and all, all sorts of Fun facts that I heard the other day from a, uh, a comedian, or is it? He, I think he's an impressionist. He does a lot of football impressionists. No, impressions? <laughs> no impressionists. Football impressionists. Um, yeah, yeah. He um, he said he he and a mate said they would love to meet the actor who played Bricktop. If you remember right, Bricktop, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. Bricktop, yeah, and. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, it'd be amazing to meet him. But he said, why don't we invite him out for lunch? And he was like, no, he won't do that. He, went, just, he said, just ask him and see what he says. They asked him and he was like, yeah, sure, meet out for lunch. So they met out for lunch and he said, absolutely lovely bloke. He's quite a famous yeah. actor. I think. He's, he's yeah, pretty I old. Think he is. But he sounds exactly like he does in Snatch amazing. when he's just normal. So he's, he said they went out for lunch and he's like, I'll have the lobster. A bit Michael Caine, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and he had that that look about. I I thought it was brilliant. Um, <laughs> sorry, just a fun little fact there. That's um, awesome. A couple, a couple of films they mentioned. This one I saw only today that it's on Netflix now. Don't look up. Looks awesome. Looks amazing. I really can't wait to watch that. No, that's on the Mario list. Yeah, and um, what's her name? She's hot. Um, <sighs> I, I can't remember. There's loads of people in it, isn't there? Like Jonah Hill and all, all sorts of things. She in X Men. That one. Yeah, I know who you mean. I can't think what she's called. Um, Encanto. Watch that with the kids the other day. Brilliant. If you've seen that, Matt, with your boys, no, check it out. I've seen it. I, I've I've the problem now that my my two are getting older, and I'll look at Disney Plus and go, "Oh, let's watch that. That looks amazing." Oh, I'm watching that. That's rubbish. That, that's all I get. So unless. I forced them to watch it, and then they finally admit that no, Dad was right. That is a decent film, which they never do. They'll sit in silence watching it, clearly enjoying it, and then go, "No, it's rubbish." Mm. Can I go upstairs uh, now? Chris said, "The Green Knight." I'm no, I've heard of it, but we'll check that out. Beautifully shot, like a proper crazy medieval folk story brought to life. Interesting. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Interesting one here. Snyder Cut, Justice League. That was so hyped. Not seen it. No. But too long. Too long. It's in black and white. That's Some right. rubbish ratio. Yeah. yeah the ratio. <laughs> oh, Thank you, guys. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. That's exactly who's in it. Yeah. Uh, um, there you go. So, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Sorry. We'll end on New Year's resolutions. Um, you got any? Um, I have, 
Ling- mm-hmm. leading on from my sort of story about my failed guitar renovation, um, mm-hmm. that is gonna gonna be a thing. Picking up the guitar again and actually learning properly, I would quite like to do. Um, also, finish some personal projects. Last year, well, I mentioned tran- earlier in the huh the transition transition yeah well transition <laughs> transition. <laughs> Transition. No, not that. That's next year. This year will be, um, I said, single coming out January the 1st, Teddy Overload by Leonicle. We'll be plugging it, so don't worry. Um, That's one thing out of the way. I've got lots of creative projects that are just sitting there not doing anything. A colouring book. Last year, I started doing a colouring book. And it's 90% finished. My artwork, it will be... um, available on amazon i just need to sort it out all the source mm. stuff's there i just need to put it there doing the finishing touches and i'll have a coloring book out little little bits like that no, no, just kicking around and i think oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna get that sorted yeah that'd be awesome yeah it, it looks really cool it does look really cool mm. there you go I quite, I quite like the idea of the guitar one i mean i haven't actually thought of any i'll be completely yeah. honest with you i'll just in there as a, as a subject to talk about. Um, did you have any this year, though? That's the thing. What did I have this year? Maybe. It probably wasn't anything big. The big one I've done was... <laughs> you failed them, yeah. whatever it was. Do you remember the year before when I had that one where it was to not have McDonald's for a whole year? Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. I did have Burger King, though. So I don't know if that makes sense. It's not uh, the same, is it? I, I never do New Year's resolutions. Like this year was the first year, God knows how long I had a New Year's resolution, which I've spoke about many times, was get good at Street Fighter. Or Street Fighter 2 specifically. No, you're a I'm a master. I can um complete the game as Ryu, one credit, not dying once. And I do that pretty much every day. So yeah. Every day hey, every I'll day. Have my, every day. Have my dinner. This is my routine. I'll have my dinner, put the arcade machine on, put in one credit, and play until I die. Right. Some days I'll, I'll be, you know, feeling a bit off. I'll die quite quickly. Most days, finish the game. Done. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd quite like to complete, add some more games to my platinum completed list. Well, I've I gave you a game. Which you you need to complete then. So my favourite Christmas present, which I should have mentioned at the start of the show, um, which is uh, the Avengers game on PS Five. Yeah, thank you very much, Matt. Um, So I need to. Yeah, I platinumed two games now. I think so. um, There you go. They are Paw Patrol. It is Paw Patrol, and done that one with a boy, didn't I? Tough game. We've done it on uh, normal difficulty. Uh, I don't think there were any other difficulties on it. And, um, oh God, what's the one that the PlayStation 5 comes with? Um, um, Astro's Playground. Playground, yeah, or Playroom, whatever it is. Playroom, let's yeah. see, yeah. So, um, okay. um, I like this one, just to just to finish off the show, because feel amazing. My resolution is to publish at least one more YouTube video. Do it. There you go. Haven't beat a game in years. I give up too easily. Chris has said, 
my resolution is to make sure Phil makes at least one more YouTube video. There you go. So maybe that should all be our resolution. Make sure Phil does Let's one more campaign for that. Yeah. Phil, we'll get you on our show again, and then you can just share that one. You can count that as a YouTube video, and it will be fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. But well, that's. Uh, I think we've spoke for long enough. Hour and fifteen minutes. Hour and fifteen. Yeah. That's that's a, a hefty old episode for us, isn't it? Yeah, it's us. been a good one, so you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, well, thank you for the past twelve months um, for following us, for joining us, everyone. Which I think is mainly Chris and Phil tonight. Steve's been here at one point. The unbelievable Jeff's been here at one point. Even Your wife's wife been on. on. Yeah, yeah, she's long okay. gone now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you so much for your support. We've really appreciated it. Um, it's kept us going. We've been invigorated by it throughout the year and changed different things. Look at us now, live shows. Who would have thought of it? Exactly. Um, Matt, have you got any final words? No. Apart from <laughs> see you next year, which, which always sounds awesome, yeah. doesn't it? See you next year. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we did. Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. Yeah, and you can also follow us on all social media. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok.